Yeah, so like stuff like that I appreciate, but I mean to watch to watch all that, to see the twist at the end is all right. I'm cool. Yeah. Like I'll I'll read the summary. Right. <laughs> yeah, I mean there's certain things where it's like I'll just I'll just read the summary. Like, I'll just catch the recap. Yeah. <laughs> Last time. Word up. Yeah. <laughs> Previously. Right. On power. Yeah, basically. <laughs> so. But anywho, man. What I was gonna say earlier before we started recording. Um, so I'm Anthony. <laughs> Word. I'm Santiago. <laughs> this is pretty like two hours. <laughs> yeah, like we're back. You know what I'm saying? Your heart is the seat of the spirit, the throne from where you rule from here on earth. A priest's responsibility is to offer up spiritual sacrifices which are pleasing to him. A king's responsibility is to make judgments, decisions, and decrees. You are in a position where you worship God, and through that relationship as a priest, you make decisions as a king on how you're going to live your life. So I'm a priest and a king. Two hours later. We always chop it up a little bit before we actually get into the episode, you know, get some little chemistry going on, you know. (laughs) But um, I, I honestly think, bro, like, we should, I think we should talk about, because uh, me and you had a conversation about this earlier this week too, like being in your feelings yeah, and making decisions based on your feelings. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's not a good place to be. Right. I think, I, I actually think we should talk about, I think we should dive into that because I had an, I had an experience this week where I was realizing people were super into their emotions and it's over something controversial, which normally it is. Yeah. But people were super into their emotions that like there was no no trace of rational thought anywhere. <laughs> like even even when facts are presented to your face. And then like I said we had that conversation on Thursday when I called you cuz yeah. um Wednesday you told me that you know, you were going through something with your job. You were pissed. You were this and that. Like, you didn't want to come to church. Cause you like, I'm talking with my wife. We're going to see what the next steps are. I'm like, <laughs> ready to go, ready Trying to, to make, quit. make moves, boy. <laughs> yeah. Right. So, see, here's the thing. It's like making decisions. Like, and we've, we've hit on this a little bit before, like on a d- different episode. Mm-hmm. We were talking about making rash decisions. So, you can't make decisions based on emotion. Right. So the reason reason being is because like if I if I just say I'm going to live by how I feel at every moment of the day. That means when my daughter was born I didn't feel like getting up at 2 a.m. to feed her. <laughs> True you know what I'm saying like yeah. I don't feel like getting up and making my son something to eat. Yeah, that's neglect. <laughs> so, yeah. And I say that relating to kids just simply because, like, there's a lot of times as a parent, like, you don't, like, bro, I just sat down. I'm not getting up. But as a parent, you, you, you can't go by what you feel because if I feel like not going to work, then your kid is going to feel hungry later because there ain't no food on the table. Right. <laughs> I, listen, man. I try to explain that to, to Madi all the time. Yeah. <clears throat> She'd be like, yo, do you think you can do this for me? I'm like, yeah, I think I can do it, but do I want to? Yeah, there's a difference. No. Yeah, yeah. Now, if you're asking me to do it for you, that's a difference. There's a difference. Right. But you're asking me if I can. I think I'm fully yeah. capable of doing it, but mm-hmm. I don't want to. 
<laughs> Lexi does the same thing, bro. She'll be like, hey, do you want to do this? No. <laughs> yeah, like, it's like, she'll be like, babe, I need you to do this. Like, oh, okay. You see, see that keyword? Yeah, so then ask I me. I need you to do then, this? Yeah, then ask me, hey, can you do this for me, please? Like, yeah. Don't just be like, hey, do you want to? No, no I, I don't. don't. <laughs> like, bro, in sync because right. that's how I feel. Right. <laughs> you know what I'm like, saying? Like, no. Like the tone, the sentiment, the, <laughs> you know, everything about that. Like, that's real life. That's... But but that's also that's also why it's so dangerous because yeah. we can feel a certain way and then make a decision based on how we feel in the moment. Absolutely. What I've noticed is that being my situation that I just went through with the emotional yeah. decision making and all talk that, about it. You know what I mean? It's it's almost like that's where the enemy lives. Right. You know what I'm saying? So the world is banking on you just festering in your feelings yeah for him to be dominant you exactly. know what i'm saying and i think that's what's happening right it's like <laughs> how they always said the end is near jesus <laughs> is coming <laughs> it doesn't feel more true more than ever right. now because there's so much stuff out there bro mm-hmm. like everything out there man is everything out there and i feel like they're just feeding it they're just feeding it and yeah. feeding it and feeding it and it's all it's all emotional base because god to do things through God, everything is a clear mind, conscious mind, right. peaceful mind. Correct. Everything's mind. You Correct. know what I mean? And what you feel in your heart. Your heart. When they're when them two are connected, bro, you're like unstoppable. Right. Unstoppable. Right. So I think that's that's the thing. We need to, we need to focus more on just just keeping your composure pretty much. Yeah. In all all situations. It doesn't yeah. matter how crazy it gets, man. It's hard. Yeah. It's really hard For to sure. do. But once you get that control, there's nothing stopping you. Yeah. But also looking at facts. Mm-hmm. Because here's a fact. You don't feel like going to work, but you have to work to provide. You yep. see what I'm saying? So, like, I mean, some people got it like that where they don't have to work, but we don't have that luxury. Right. So, no, I don't feel like waking up in the morning for training sessions. But I made a commitment, and I have to honor that. Mm-hmm. And I'm not just going to cancel on my clients just because I don't feel like waking up. Right. You see what I'm saying? And what you said was right on point. It's like everything is emotion-based. Like everything in society is emotion-based. Do what you feel. This and that. Oh, no. You know what? You feel like a girl. You can be a girl. Mm-hmm. Right? Because that's how I feel mm-hmm. right now. But see, here's the thing. Just because you feel a certain way does not change a fact. Right. Just because you feel like a girl doesn't change the fact that you're a male. Mm-hmm. Emotions drive you to do things that are dumb. Irrational. So, right, ira- very irrational. So, you know, the example I gave was nine times out of ten, if a woman is being abused by a, by a husband or a significant other, like they're getting beat every day, whatever, whatever. You know, people around them that love them, hey, you need to leave him. You know, he's no good for you. He's just going to keep doing it. Mm-hmm. Like the number one response is normally, I love him, but I love him. Mm-hmm. So you're basically getting a black eye every day. So your your feelings are making you make irrational decisions, right? When your conscious mind can make you a rational decision, right? So because of your emotion, <laughs> you're gonna stay in a relationship 
in which the fact is you are being physically abused. You're dying every single day. Every day you're dying a little quicker than what you normally are. Right. And so, and and I don't say this like as a slight to anybody who's been through this, but that's what it is. That's what it consists of. And so, you know, as as priests and kings on this earth, fam, like just because I'm angry, the Bible says, be angry. Bro, I lost my mind when I saw that the Bible said this. It says, be angry. But sin not. So God's like, listen, emotions come from God. Mm-hmm. God's like, I've given you emotion. I've given you anger. I've given you sadness. I've given you joy. I've given you all these emotions. And he specifically says, be angry, but do not sin. So I can be angry. You can recognize that there's a problem. Exactly. I can be angry. Mm-hmm. But even in my anger, I can choose to not rebel against God. And that's the essence of what God is saying to us. Don't be so caught up in your emotions that you act out on that emotion and ruin your life. Condemn yourself. And so that's the thing. It's like if if God himself is telling us, like, be mad, but don't sin. You know, even Jesus had a moment where he was mad, mm-hmm. like in the temple. He went over and he started flipping tables. Because mm-hmm. he's like, no, you're not, you're not about to do this in my father's house. Yeah. You're not about to treat this temple as if it's your black market. You're not doing that. So he flips tables and stuff. There's nothing in the Bible that says, do not flip, thou shalt not flip tables. Facts. <laughs> it didn't say, it didn't say, you know what I'm saying? It didn't say Jesus wielded a knife and tried to cut people. Yeah. It didn't say Jesus was kicking people in the back of the head. Facts. It said he grabbed the whip and he drove them out, which means he's cracking the whip. You better move. Like how they do in circuses. Yeah. And when they're driving cattle, Mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Like it's the same thing. And he's flipping tables. That's the essence of being mad, but not sinning. Imagine being there when that's happening. Bro, I would have lost my mind, bro. If I was a disciple... Hey yo, yo, I sink the whole thing, bro. <laughs> bro, I sink the whole the thing. Whole bro, thing. Jesus started flipping them tables like, yeah, no, yep. like, oh, snap up in that fam. thing, boy. And it wasn't your average flip. Nah, bro. They it, were like fam, flipping. It like flipped like a few times in the air. You know what I'm saying? Like three times before it landed on its legs at first. And then he flipped it again on its side. I was like, yo, I don't know how he even did that. Yeah, bro. But he did that. He did that. And even after he was done, everything got put back in place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's weird. And then he flipped the table again. It was crazy. It's crazy. <laughs> like everybody talk about turning water into wine. You didn't see him flip these tables like that, boy. Fam. <laughs> Fam. Like a boss. Right. Like just out here. Yeah. You know? That would have been cool. A little side note. Yeah, basically. But and and I just want you to talk a little bit about too, um, about like with your job. Like so, you're you're a father, you're mm-hmm. a husband, mm-hmm. you have a mortgage, yeah. you got bills, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Just like just like everybody else. Yes, sir. You got bills, you got a mortgage to pay, you know, you got a family to look after, and so um, you know you were at a crossroads, like, yeah, man, and ready to dip. So I want you guys just kind of like, I don't want you like going to detail or nothing, yeah, of yeah, course, no. but just kind of explain like where you were and what your thought process was, and um, yeah, and then we'll we'll get into that a little bit. I mean, just to summarize it, you know what I'm saying? I was at a point where I was like, I really don't care what happens after this. I just need to get out. I need to go. It's very toxic. And 
I honestly, I went to, I was, I was coming to the point that I was 100% going to put it all on faith. Real talk. I was like, yo, I don't even, I, I'm putting it all in God's hands because I just don't know what to do. So I'm leaving this place because it's toxic. So to make, to make my decision a little better, I was really leaning on, on God. Real mm-hmm. talk. I was like, yo, I'm going to have the faith that he's going to find something for me. I'm going to give him the, the availability to, to be able to put me somewhere. Because if I'm working, I can't go where he needs me to be. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I would have to leave or quit or be like, yo, I got to go. An emergency. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So I was kind of like thinking like maybe I can set myself up for that so he can guide me to where I got to go. I was really putting it on faith, bro. Yeah. Like, really, really, do- <laughs> I was going to make that decision. Right. But the reality is, is that can't I can't do that bills are coming you know what I'm saying and I don't know how quick that's gonna happen it was just I'm still a little torn Mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying because I'm still there I didn't make a decision yet at all I did get an opportunity somebody called yeah but it's like it's it's one of those things bro that they didn't even interview me they were just like yeah come in and start I'm like wait what yeah, what are you guys doing? It's not weird at all. Yeah. And I'm like, what's what are you my guys? job description? Right. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I was really, I was like weirded out by it. I was like, mm, yeah. my rash decision making is going to lead to something like this. Yeah. And I, I can't do this. Right. Because they could let me go tomorrow, mm-hmm. wherever this place is you at. You never know. The, the structure of their hiring process is so like out of whack. You don't know what to expect from a company like that. Right. So that that helped me too not make that ra- irrational decision of just leaving. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And just the way that I was the reasoning behind my decision of possibly quitting were all bad. Were all bad. None of it was good. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Maybe the one part that was good was that I was no longer going to be there. That mm-hmm. was the the only good part about it. But Everything was, I'm going to screw them over. Everything I was deciding on was going to yeah. affect them in a bad way. Right. You know? And me, as a person, I just I can't do that. I've seen people leave yeah. and just bounce mm-hmm. with no heads up, nothing. And it's like, we're left picking up the pieces. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I don't want to be that. I don't want to do that. Because I see the effect it has. You know what I'm saying? And me being one of the front line men... Mm-hmm. It's gonna have a major impact. So I, that I started thinking about that, how I can make it better for mm-hmm. them on my departure. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like I started thinking yeah, more sure. rational and started thinking more conscious and just con- having consideration for other people's, I guess, experience at the job after I leave. You know what I mean? Right. So that helped me not make that irrational decision because it, that's not that's not a Christian thing to do, you know what I mean? Like, I'm setting people up for failure if I leave the way I want to leave, you know what I mean? Yeah, so I I started thinking about what the effects would happen, how how the negative effects would be, and it was way more than the positive, way more. So, I didn't, I thought about that too, and I didn't want that to be my name when I leave, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't, I don't want that being the lingering Mm -hmm. energy that I leave in this place. Yep. So a lot of a lot of stuff started factoring in the kids, the house, you know, yeah. and just my reputation as a person, and just you know these people know that I go to church. Yeah, everything I'm doing is going against that. Yeah. So <laughs> all, right. all I'm doing is proving how I felt when I first started coming to Pure. You know right. what I'm saying? So with that being said, I need to do everything not to prove that. 
Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I need to be the opposite of that. Yeah, you want to live righteous and you want to do things the right way so that when they look at you, they don't see somebody who's in the world. They see somebody who's with Jesus. Correct. And if you're going to talk about me, you're going to talk about me because I was a man of God. Right. You're sure. not going to talk about me because I decided to go against God. Yeah. And just do the bad things. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, because, because in, all right, so in the position you're in, you know, you're saying, you were saying that, you know, you were just going to step out on faith and this and that, right? So here's the thing, though. Did God tell you to leave? You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, and that's like the number one thing. If you're going to step out on faith, you need to have a word already there to stand by. Correct. You can't just be like, oh, I'm going to quit my job. God will provide. Yeah. Because you're, you're right. He, you know, he is, he's the provider. But the Bible also says that he gives you the ability to produce wealth. Correct. So if you're not actively and physically producing wealth, then you are not, I don't want to say meeting the standard, but you're not. You're not in a position yeah. to make that decision on faith. Right. You see what I'm, I yeah. get what you're saying. Yeah. Because yeah, yeah. you have to have something that, that niches you there. There's a skill. There's something there that makes you go in that direction. Yeah. You don't know what it is. But if you don't have that, mm -hmm. then you need to stay where you're at until yeah. you get that. You know right. what I mean? You need that path to open up. Yeah. If there's no path and you're forcing it, it's not going to happen. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Like, There's nobody standing with you on that word for it to produce, Yeah. if that makes sense. Exactly. Because in order for something to blossom, you need to have somebody to stand in agreement with you. Yeah. So and I if think you that's have no word from God to stand on, then you're standing on shaky ground. It's not solid, mm -hmm. you know, so you could just sit here and say, because <clears throat> I mean, I, I could do it too. Oh, I'm going to just live by faith and I'm going to just quit my job and this and that. And then when I'm, you know, when, <laughs> when, my, when I lose the house, when I, when I lose respect from my wife, you know, <laughs> like when I start losing this stuff, yes, it's sir. like, then what? Like yeah. when the pat when the electricity is not paid, so mm -hmm. they cut it. When, when this stuff starts happening, God, I thought you were going to provide. And God's just sitting there like, fam, I never told you to let to leave. Yeah. You left on your own. You so basically, because you made this decision, you're reaping the consequences of it. See, mm -hmm. that's the thing. Like you make these decisions based on your emotion, there's still consequence there. hundred percent. Like it's a lot. Maddie's not working. Nope. You know what I'm saying? Like she's stay at home mom right now. Mm -hmm. So you're you're bringing in all the income. Yeah, man. So if you quit, then where's the income? Right. The old saying is, if you don't work, you don't eat. That's still true for a Christian. 100%. That is still true for us. If we don't work, we don't eat. Like that. That's bottom line, point blank, period. And I'm not going hungry, bro. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm, my family ain't going hungry. <clears throat> we, I'm not doing that. And 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 I say that because I've been in that position. I've been in the position of man. I'm ready to dip. Mm -hmm. A couple times. Um, a few times with Club Pure. And, like, before I started working with my father-in-law, and even when I was working with my father-in-law, you know what I mean? And it even got to a point where there was there was a time where I was just getting so fed up that I was ready to ready to just go. Like, I was re I was done. Like, I was just, I, I didn't enjoy it anymore. I, I really didn't enjoy it like that anyway. <laughs> but, like, I didn't enjoy what I was doing, right. and I was just, like, frustrated with people, and it was this thing, right? And so I literally, like, um, this was probably end of January, beginning of February last year in 2020, like I was ready to go. So I was like, man, I'm just going to, I have a CDL, so let me just go apply to be a, a school bus driver for the county. 
I'll drive for the schools. Well, then Rona decided to come through, and all the schools shut down. So as I was, as I was saying, like, man, I'm just going to apply for the, to drive for the county. I'll be off on holidays, this and that and the other, right? Mm-hmm. Be great. I'll be able to have the kids at home, more time with the kids, more time with the family. Yes, 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 right? Seems great, you know? Pay, the pay wasn't, you know, as good, but, you know, I'll make up for it with personal training. Like, right. that's what I'll do. You know what I'm saying? So if I would have made that decision and went there, then I would have been screwed. Because God sometimes gives me warnings, like, don't do that. Like, it's just like this thing where it's like, mm, something's off. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I, I can I can literally, I know you say don't, you know, we say don't go by what you feel, but if it, if you feel it in your spirit, then it's real. Yeah, there's, a, there's different I, yeah, types it's of a, it's feelings. A different, yeah, it's yeah. a different feeling. If you don't know, you'll know. Um, but I felt it in my spirit that it wasn't right. Don't do it. Mm-hmm. So I didn't apply, which they always need drivers. Always. And me being a young driver, they would have jumped at that. Yeah, man. Within a heartbeat. Like, mm-hmm. it would have been like, no question. You know what I'm saying? And then COVID came, and then all the schools shut down. I would have been out of a job. For a long time. Right. You see what I'm saying? So even in that place of me wanting to leave, I had to listen to the voice of God even in that moment. I had to listen to God's instruction in that moment because if I didn't, I would have put my family in a very rough position. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, man. And then even on the flip side, me and Lexi actually just got into this about a week ago. Sometimes we can be so excited to do something that we overstep. Mm-hmm. And we jumped the gun. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so like Lexi was excited about this new job opportunity, and but all she had at the moment was a start date and the name of the company. Mm-hmm. She didn't know how many hours she was going to be working. She didn't know when she was going to be working. She didn't know if she had to travel. She didn't know how much money she was going to be making. She didn't know any of that. Right. So she just had start date is this date, and the company's name is this. And then she put in her two week notice. So me, I'm like. What are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And she, and I know that she was excited and we we've talked about all of this. So like it's it's already out there. Like we've already <laughs> had these conversations, so you know. But you know, me, I'm saying you don't even know how much you're going to be making. You don't even know if this is going to work, but yet you put in your 2 weeks. Yeah. So what if in a week you finally get the info and it's not good enough? It doesn't work for us. Then what? Right. You already put your 2 weeks in. They're already looking for somebody to replace you. What are you going to do then? Mhm. You know what I'm saying? And so she was so excited that she jumped and took steps forward when we weren't on the same page. We weren't in unity about it. Right. And because she made a decision based on that, we got into it. She felt like I was against her, like I didn't want this for her and this and that. But I'm like, no, it has nothing to do with that. I really <laughs> do want this for you. Yeah. She thought it had to, had to do with somebody else as well, like with a different person. And I'm like, no, even if that person wasn't involved, I have these same concerns. And I explained to her, even when when I went back to work for Club Pure, what happened was um, somebody told me, hey, there's a job position opening up. Mm-hmm. I'm like, all right, cool. Um, they, but they didn't know any info. They just said the job's opening up, mm-hmm. right? So I'm like, all right, cool. So I come home and I tell Lexi, hey, there's a, there's a job opening up and... I, I, I kind of feel strongly in my spirit that that's where I'm going to be, right? It's like, oh, how much are they going to pay you? What are you going to be working? How many hours? Are you going to be doing Project Rock or Club Pier? Are you going to be doing it? I don't know all that, but I'm going to figure that out. Mm-hmm. I didn't say anything to her dad. 
this was two weeks before I actually accepted the position. I didn't say anything to her dad, who was my boss at the time. I didn't say anything to anybody else. The only ones who knew were admin of the company, of course. Right. My wife and me. That was it. And so, um, and so, like, there was, for that two-week period, there was negotiations back and forth. They asked me, how much do you need to make? How much, how much works for you? How much works for your family? Mm-hmm. Can you do that in a budget and figure out if it works for you? Um, what would be your ideal time? Would this time work for you or would this time? Like, these were negotiations for two whole weeks, two solid weeks. And then when I got all the information that I needed, because mm-hmm. I was excited. Like, I was excited because I'm like, I'm finally, I'm going back to where I want to be. Yeah. And I'm getting out of this where I, where I dislike it. Mm-hmm. And so I got all the info. They're like, we can't give you this much, but we can give you this much. Uh, the hours are this to this. This is what happens. This is what happens with this. Um, listen, uh, we can give you, uh, <laughs> like, you get an employee discount and this and this and this. Cool. Does that work for you? I believe it does, but let me talk to my wife. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then it was, after I speak to my wife, okay, that's good. We go over final details. It was on a Sunday. I met with Selena in her office mm-hmm. after church. Nice. We went over final details, done, and I asked, can the start date be this day? Because I want to make sure that my father-in-law has enough time to train somebody to replace me. And it was like, a, I gave him like an eight-week notice. <laughs> wow. Like, but because, you know, you can't trust people with cash. You can't trust, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, so yeah, it's, no, it's really a, hard to hire in sure. that doing a route. And so I didn't make that decision without my wife. I didn't make that decision before I knew all the details. Because if I would have told her dad before I knew all the details, then what if he wanted to replace me sooner? What if he would have gotten to his feelings? Exactly. You see what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. you never know. And so I could have came home to my wife like, hey, babe, I'm going back to work for them. Oh, how much are you making? I don't know. I'm just going to trust God. <laughs> like, think about it. Yeah. <laughs> but and, and that's what I was trying to get her to understand. Like, that's what she's telling me yeah. with this job. Like, oh, I'm just going to trust God. Like, all right. I get um, it. But. <laughs> yeah. Like, but, but I had to break it down. I said, the same concerns you had when I was transitioning are the same concerns I have when you're transitioning. Just like you wanted me to go back to Club Pure, I want this for you. Right. But if it doesn't work, it doesn't work. If it didn't work for me to go back to Club Pure right now, I wouldn't be there. Right. You're not going to force the hand. You right. You know what I'm saying? Right. So, and it's just, you, you know, you have to be practical and you have to look at facts. Mm-hmm. So if you want to, you know, if I wanted to drop everything I'm doing right now and be a full-time DJ, let's look at the facts. How much do I need to make a month to be a DJ? If I want to be a DJ, how much do I need to bring in a month to make sure everything's paid? Right. To make sure this house is good. To make sure the groceries are good. To make sure the kids are clothes and, and pull-ups and all that's good. The bills are paid. And how much ifs. do I need to make? And the what-ifs are covered. Right. How much do I need to make? Can you make that? Yeah. You can't? Then it doesn't work. Unless God says, drop everything you're doing and become a full-time DJ, now I have a word to stand on. Right. So even if it looks like something's funny, something funny's going on, if it looks like my mortgage isn't going to be paid, that word that God gave me, I can stand on and trust in his promise that he's going to take care of me. Right. But I can't do that without a word. Correct. So if I go on my emotion without a word, 
there's no fact there. There's no foundation. Exactly. That's what it is. You need a, a firm foundation. Exactly. Yeah, man. That's part of the reason too. There was no there was nothing in me telling me do it. Right. Everything well, in there me was, that was something in yeah, you saying everything that, that, but that there was, was something me, in you like, fam, you need to relax. <laughs> yeah, there was something in there telling me, yo, check yourself right. before you wreck yourself, exactly. like ASAP. Exactly. <laughs> so and I that, had to listen to that. Yeah. And that was the quietest voice of all. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. And I had to focus on that. Exactly. And really like zone in on it, man. Cause mm-hmm. the other ones were so loud and exactly. so easy to follow. Yep. You know what I'm saying? But that one, that's the one. Exactly. <laughs> the one that's barely being heard, yeah, man. that's the one you gotta that's rock the Holy with. Spirit, bro. You know what I'm saying? And it's hard, it's a hard pill to swallow. Mm-hmm. But because you have to humble yourself. Yeah. Because being humble is literally probably the hardest thing to do. Mm-hmm. Being humbling yourself, like when you're wrong, being able to apologize. Yeah. Or when you're in your feelings, being able to humble yourself. And like, if I get into an argument with my with my wife or something, and then I just stay mad because I want to stay in my feelings, I'm being in pride. And if I'm in pride, then nothing changes. Correct. All I'm gonna do is call out what you're doing, what you're doing, what you're doing. Never looking at myself and what I'm doing wrong. Right. And I do that in every every time we have an argument. I always look at myself. Okay, is there something I did wrong? Even if I feel like I was 100% right, there's one thing that I probably did wrong, and I need to go apologize for that. Right. Not many people can do that. No. <laughs> Not at all. Because it's hard to humble yourself. It's hard to be humble. Being humble means you're going to allow the other person to be the man, to be the big person, right. to win. You're going to allow the other person to win the mm-hmm. argument. That's literally what humility is. Yep. I'm going to let you win. You win. But it's not like a, oh, you got it, you got it, you got it, you got it, you got it. No, it's not like that. Right. It's like, you know what? You're right. I'm sorry that I did this to you. I'm sorry. And, you know, there's the, I'm sorry if you feel like. Yeah. That's no, not no, a true that's, apology. That's a backhanded apology. Exactly. That, that's very sarcastic. <laughs> that's exactly what I was going to bring up. Yeah. Man. I was going to bring up, like, it's not, I, I'm sorry that you can't seem to understand it. Like, right. What you yeah, mean, that's, bro? That's a so backhanded, you're not sorry. Yeah. That's, that's literally a backhanded <laughs> apology. Yeah, man. I'm talking about, I'm sorry for making you feel this way. I'm sorry if I, if I hurt you by what I did. Yes. And humility is being able to. See your emotions, but also be able to see God in that. Mm-hmm. To see, okay, so where is God in this? When I'm angry, where is God? When I'm happy, when I'm when I'm excited about something and I want to jump, where is God? Mm-hmm. Because if I want to jump, but it's not time, I'm gonna fall off the cliff. And that's what I knew that I was trying to convey to Lexi. Right. You know what I'm saying? If it's not time, and you jump off this cliff, you could put our family in a bad spot. Mm-hmm. And I'm all for walking by faith if God says to you. And I told her, I said, if God said this to you, that this is your job, then you need to ask him to confirm it with me because Mm -hmm. I haven't heard anything. Right. So until I hear something, we're not in agreement. Mm -hmm. And if you make a decision when we're not in agreement, or if I make a decision and we're not in agreement, then there's always going to be a fight. Yeah. Every single time. Yeah. Because if you would have came home, and told Marty, like, yo, I quit. It would have been a wrap. <laughs> it would have been a wrap. It would have caused mad problems. Mad problems. Because even, even when she buckled and was like, I know you really want to leave. I know it. I don't agree with this job, but I know you really want to leave. 
So just because she agreed that way was not enough. Mm-hmm. No, I need her to be in agreement to everything. Right. Everything. The job I'm getting, the decision exactly. I'm making. Exactly. Everything. Because it doesn't just affect you. It affects her and it affects the kids. Right. You know what I'm saying? So like if, if bro, if you were single... You'd be able to do that. Like, 100%. yo, I'm out of here. I'm out. Peace. Yeah. Bro, I, I used like, to do that all the time. What, what responsibility? Bro. Like, I used I'm to out do of it here. all the time. Yeah. I used to do it all the time. What? As soon as I feel any slight of, oh, mm-hmm. I, I'm not welcome here, deuces. I'll do you I'm the out. favor. I'm out. Yeah. I'll find something. And that's easy to do when so you're easy. single. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. But when you're married. You have mouths depending yeah, yeah. on you. You have lives depending you're, you're, on you. You're the man of the house in the Bible. Like, and this is what I told Lexi. I was trying to get her to understand. Like, The Bible says a man who doesn't provide for his family is an abomination to the Lord. I ain't out here trying to be an abomination, fam. <laughs> like I told her that. I'm like, I'm yeah. not trying to be an abomination. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, I'm man. like, if I mean, if you're going to get it like that, then get it like that. But you better make sure this is God. Mm-hmm. Because I have to trust her, too. If she hears from God, I have to trust her. But I also know that God confirms things. So I can trust her, but I need God to confirm it in me, too. Right. Because right now, you might have peace, but I don't. Makes sense. And if I don't have peace and you have peace, again, we are not in unity. And the house is not in order. Exactly. So it's a lot of things that factor in on that. Yeah. So like, if you would have quit, you would have had to really humble yourself and go back to them like, can I get my job back? Yo, I was thinking about that. <laughs> that serious, yo, I was thinking about that. I was yeah. like, bro, what if this doesn't like pop off right away? Right. And I have to come back. Yeah. Like, how dumb am I going to yeah, look then? They, yeah, and then like they going to hold that over you. Like, yeah. Like, ah, little puppy came back. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? Or just be mean and, then, and just be like, you know what? Exactly. No. And we, you would have no. yeah, had to humble yourself, and then you didn't know what would have happened. Exactly. I was really banking on on the driving services. Yeah. I was like, "Yo, I'll quit. I'll do Uber. I'll do DoorDash. I'll do it all." Yeah. No. I was like, my argument to her was, if people in this place can pay for their rent doing that, I could pay for my house. It's just really looking at the facts, bro, and right. looking at the situation, not being in my emotions and just looking at what's happening. Yeah. I had to kind of like get out of my body, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, no, and then sure. look down at the whole picture. Yeah, you gotta see it from a different perspective. Because, like, in God's view, this is, like, super tiny, bro. Like, to us, it's in our face, it's in our head, and -hmm. it's, like, this big thing that, like, engulfs us, and, you know, and that's, because emotions, they cloud your judgment. Like, I wouldn't have, I wouldn't have got out of my feelings if I would have never had that conversation with you at all. I would have still been making, (laughs) I'm dead serious, bro, I would have still been pissed off. Over here debating. (laughs) Yeah, I would have still been pissed off. I would have went in today, even though she's not even at the job on the Mm -hmm. weekends, I would have still been in my feelings. I would have still been kind of like, eh. Yeah, you know what's crazy about that too? You know what I mean? You know what's actually crazy about that too? (laughs) The whole in your feelings thing. So, when I called you, I actually didn't feel like calling you. (laughs) I felt like listening to uh, Jonathan Shuttlesworth, the the one we were listening, to, we were listening to this one on Wednesday, mm-hmm. and I wanted to listen to that, and I was like, Nah, I meant to call Santiago earlier, and I was like, I'll call him when I get home. And I was like, Nah, let me just call him now. If I would have waited, I probably wouldn't have called you. 
I'm I'm be honest because that, that's that's what happens with me, bro. Yeah, like, I'll, like, oh, I'll call him when I get home. Then I get home, and then it just I, doesn't happen. Yeah, I just you get caught up in this life every time. Yeah, it happens to me so often, bro. And I'm like, dang, I was supposed to call him. <laughs> and and it wasn't like I was supposed to call you. It wasn't like I had to call you. It was yeah. like I was like I'm gonna call him just to see what's up and everything because you had sent me the text the day before, and I didn't you know I didn't really get a chance to call you then because I was in church and then when yeah. I got out got home late whatever. Um, so like, I literally did not feel like calling you. I felt like listening to this thing while I was driving and picking up food. Yeah. <laughs> and Which I, is usually what we do. Right. And so, <laughs> exactly. So I, like, it, you know, if you felt that way, then I'm glad I didn't go by what I felt at the moment. Yeah. Cause like I, it was at that point, you know, like you get to get to that point where you just don't feel like talking to nobody right now. Oh like yeah. You just kind of want to, that's like, that's the mood I was in. And I was like, nah, let me just call him now so I can make sure that I talk to him and I don't forget. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because so, I know myself. It was meant to happen, bro. Right. Honestly, because like, like I said, I would have still been in the funk. Mm-hmm. I would have still been like that. Yeah. And I'm glad that it happened because- Me too, bro. I came in in a different, just different attitude, man. Yeah. I just came in being me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah it helped that she wasn't there. Yeah. The ultimate test is going to be Monday. Oh. You know what I'm saying? But- I already have that mindset not to do that. You know what I'm saying? So Monday's going to be a breeze yeah. because I'm already there not to be like that. I've already gotcha. prepared myself to be me just because you're going to talk about me. Like I said, if you're going to talk about me, then talk about me for me being me. Yeah. Don't talk about me being the pissed off me. Agree. So take it how you get it. Yeah, man. <laughs> yeah. And, and it's like this. So anything God creates is good. Every time God created something, he said, it's good, mm-hmm. right? Created humans, said, yo, humans are good, right? So what happened was once sin entered into the world, uh, the devil started perverting stuff. So the, the devil can't create anything. He's a created being. He's a, he just alters things. Right. So, um, he perverts it. So like, you know, um, let's say hunger then becomes gluttony, you know what I mean, and greed. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, things like that. So if God created us and said it is good, that means he also created our emotions, and he said our emotions are good. And we have emotions for a reason. Mm-hmm. But because our emotions have been perverted, honestly, by this world, because they've been perverted, and perverted doesn't just mean, like, sexual stuff. It just means, like, like you said, altered. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, we can use altered because they've been altered in a negative way. When we get so, we can get so far into our emotions that then rational thought becomes irrelevant. Right. Like when you're in high school, you can be so, quote unquote, in love with a girl yeah. that you don't see nothing else. Yeah. You you abandon everybody. Everything. You go, you know what I'm saying? And you just start doing stupid stuff. So because it's been altered so much in a negative way, we get so deep into our emotions that rational thought becomes irrelevant. And then on top of that, we can't clearly hear the voice of God. Even as a Christian, you can't clearly hear the voice of God when you're so caught up in your emotions. Yeah. Because there's so many other things going on. Yeah. It doesn't give you the time to yeah. hear that. Because your emotion, what you were saying, like that voice was so loud and that 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 small voice you heard was so quiet saying, yo, you need to relax. Mm-hmm. That that voice was quiet and everything else was so big. So in the same way, any emotion is the same way. Yeah. 
that emotion is so big that it overpowers everything that makes sense. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like anger will drive you to pick up a knife and try and stab somebody. Anger will drive you to to beat somebody up. Anger will drive you to walk you up know. in your office and shoot everybody up. Yeah, it's happened. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and that's what I'm saying. So like you know, you got all these shootings going on and stuff. People are mad, mm-hmm. and then you come to find out, oh, they're a former employee. They got fired. This and that. So obviously they're mad about something and they want yeah. revenge. Yeah. But then they get so caught up in that, and then not only do you get caught up in it, but you like, in a sense, you stir the pot. And you make it even bigger and bigger, and you feed it. You start you talking it, to you yourself. You start yeah. hyping yourself. It's up. basically like, um, what's that movie? Little Shop of Horrors. Mm. Feed me, Seymour. Yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> the more he fed him, the, the bigger, bigger he got. got. For sure. And it's the same way with our emotions, and and when we stir that pot, and then we we sit there and feed it and feed it and feed mm-hmm. it. Oh, I'm so mad. I wake up every day. Oh, I'm so mad at them. Can't believe they did that like every hour of every day, then that thing starts to grow and you develop yeah, hatred in your heart. And Bro, the fact that you the heart, fact that like, you went to bed with it on your mind, you're already losing. That's a you're fact. You're already losing. That's a fact. Because <laughs> the Bible does say don't go to bed angry. You're not even supposed to do that. Right. You're already losing when you do that. Yeah. Your first step is to deal with it right then and there. Yeah. But that's but it. that's what I mean. That takes humility. Yeah. To even recognize it. Because mm-hmm. I remember when I was at my other job, so the way it works is... Um, the pilots that I uh, delivered to, they place their order through the head company that we distributed for. Mm-hmm. Then they just give us the order that they placed and we just deliver it right. and then get a cut. So there was like a ton of stuff missing from their order that they placed that I didn't pull. Mm-hmm. They pulled from their warehouse and they d- delivered missing stuff to me. And now I'm delivering the same missing stuff that <laughs> they delivered to me. I'm delivering yeah. to you because I'm doing my job. Right. <laughs> But she got so upset and started yelling at me and cussing at me and stuff. And so I'm like, nah, I ain't taking this. I ain't got to take this from you, right? Right, right. And so I started <laughs> Yo, yelling at her, my too. Fault. <laughs> yeah, I started yelling. I'm like, it's not my fault. What do you want me to do? I said, you're just going to have to deal with it. Like, and, and like, I just like, I went off on her the same way she went off on me, right? Get back in my work truck. I'm like, man, this lady's stupid, bro. Right? Yeah. <laughs> God, God said so softly. He's like, you need to go apologize. I literally and and I heard him say that, and I said this out loud. I said, "God, I ain't apologizing to her. What I need to apologize for? <laughs> I'm not doing that. I'm not going back in that store and saying nothing to that lady, right?" And he said so softly, bro. I I will never forget this day. He said, "If you learn how to keep your mouth shut, you wouldn't have to." <laughs> Yo. All right, let me get out of this truck and go apologize <laughs> to this lady. <laughs> Man. <laughs> yeah, and that was God's subtle correction. I could have easily missed it because I was so mad. For sure. But, but that was a moment that I had to have of humility. Mm-hmm. And I had to go up to her and say, listen, I'm sorry. I came at you the wrong way. Like, I wasn't wrong in what I was saying. It wasn't my fault. And right. you need to get over it. Like, that's the truth. But the way I was talking, my tone, I was like, I'm, I apologize that I came at you that way. Right. Right. And then she's explaining to me, she's like, it's really not, she's like, I'm really not upset with you. I'm just upset at the situation. It's been very stressful here. Everyone's been coming through. So what was happening was she was getting yelled at by customers because there's no sandwiches. Yeah. So now when I deliver sandwiches and stuff is missing, she's like, I'm finna get yelled at. I'm pissed. Mm-hmm. And so she starts yelling at me. You see what I'm saying? But it's I would have never. It's a, it's a domino effect. Right. And I, but I would have never have understood that mm-hmm. if I didn't go in and apologize. You see what I'm saying? So yeah. I had to be humble. So when, when we have these moments, 
we do have to be able to humble ourselves, especially if we're mad at somebody and we yeah. come at them the wrong way. You got to be able to recognize it. Yeah, too, and man. it's and it's happened a lot. Like it's happened a lot with um, it's happened a lot with me and Victory. It's happened a lot with me and Chris. It's happened a lot with me and other people. Like it's happened a lot. You know, my wife. You know, everybody mm-hmm. has that. It's it's not perfect. It's not <laughs> rainbows and butterflies all the time. Like you got to work. Be. <laughs> yeah, you got to work and you got to be humble. Yes, sir. You know, so recognizing it in that moment and being humble is the hardest thing to do. It's literally the hardest thing to do in the moment. Yeah. Because you're so mad. You want to give them a piece of your mind. You start talking like Tasmanian Devil and you know what's up. <laughs> you, know what's, yeah, man. you know what's going on. You know what's going down here. You know what I mean? I'm convinced that Taz is so upset when he tries to speak that he just gets tongue-tied. Yeah. That's all it is. Yeah. He's, he's tongue-tied. I agree. <laughs> that sounds about right. Yeah. <laughs> he's not verbally challenged. He's not He just gets challenged. tongue-tied because yeah. he just wants to say so mad. much. He's just mad all the time. Yeah, so he just wants to say so out. much. <laughs> yeah, it's like he hits that point where like, uh, like a... Like a bilingual person starts speaking like both languages Fact. at the same time. It's it like gets that. intertwined. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. It's like <laughs> words. It's like I had a what? Yeah. <laughs> huh? Yeah. So. You want to throw your refrigerator? What? What? You want to eat it? I don't. What? <laughs> I don't understand you what you're trying to say. You got your bag, Taz. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, man. I think that's a wrap for today. It's ten forty-five. It's getting late. Do you know where your children are? Yep. With their mama. <laughs> Word. Shout outs <laughs> to you. And carrying the other one. Yeah, you get it. <laughs> I don't know what it is yet. That's why I'm saying it's the other one. The other one. The I'm other my, one. I'm on my Khaled stuff right the there. The other one. <laughs> the other one. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. This is Anthony. This is Santiago. And this has been Priests and Kings. Kings.